Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Welcome to episode 93. I'm only a week from reaching my 100th episode. And and seriously, if I'm being honest, I didn't even think I'd make it to halfway. Seriously, guys, I, I thought doing this when I first started this podcast... I looked at podcasts as a bad thing. I looked at it as people that weren't good enough to be on radio. Now, I'm not saying that about all of them. You know, Tom and Dan, a mediocre time with Tom and Dan is a complete different circumstance because they came from radio. They walked away from some sweet gigs to go start their own podcast. And I got to tell you, it might be one of the smartest moves that they've ever made in their lives. Hell, they're doing better than most radio shows are right now. Motherfuckers have got sponsors. I, You know what? I wish every once in a while, like Tom and Dan would be like, hey, guess what, man? Uh, We can't take you on as a sponsor. So because we got way too many of them. So we're going to hand you off to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. You might not hit as many people, but he'll be able to show you more attention than we will be able to because we're so badass. We're big dick millionaires and we can't take on any more advertisers. You know what? You want me to be honest? Those two motherfuckers stay so busy. I'm sure if I was guessing that they've never listened to an episode of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Now, I could be wrong, and I'm not mad at them if they haven't listened. I get it. These guys are busy. They do like three goddamn shows a day. But back to what I was saying. When I first started podcasting, I was like, oh, this is just like a Band-Aid since I can't be on the radio right now. So I'm going to do the podcast so I can get my stupid opinions and views out there. But now... I fell absolutely in love with it, guys. I talked about this a little bit a couple of days ago, how this podcast has made me fall back in love with radio. And I know this isn't radio, but what I mean by that is it's the journey when you first start out in a career that you want to do. Yeah, you all have that common goal when you start a new career on where you want to be. But nothing beats when you first start out and you're trying to cut your teeth and make a name for yourself and what you want to do in your life. It's hard, man, because it sucks when you're first starting out. You get discouraged and you don't think you're going to be good enough, but you keep your head down because if it's something you really want to do, you're not going to just roll over and give up. When I first started this podcast, I was like, uh... I'm just going to do this for a little while, see how I like it. But the more and more I started doing it, I was taking the weekends off when I first started. I think I'm almost up to 50 straight days of consecutive podcasts. And I know I only do an hour and I know it doesn't seem like a lot. So I don't want you to think I'm sucking my own dick and thinking that I'm doing a lot of work. Trust me, I could be done with this podcast pretty quickly every single day if I just recorded myself talking and just uploaded it. But I don't do that because I take pride in the content that I put out for you guys. I want it to sound the best that I can. And I think it would be just lazy on my part for me not to go back 
and edit the material that I'm doing for you guys on a daily basis. I have no problem just turning on my phone and bullshitting for an hour and just pasting that up on some website for you guys to enjoy, but I wouldn't be taking pride in the content that I'm putting out. So I hope you guys notice that. I mean, I don't need any recognition for it. I don't think you guys realize what it takes to do a podcast on a daily basis, especially how many days I've done consecutively in a row. There are some days that I'll admit that I wake up and I'm just not into it, but I roll out here to my beat up 2006 PT Cruiser and just turn on the phone and start recording. And it turns out to be one of my best shows. And I've learned to love what I do every single day because if I did not like this, I would not be doing it on the weekends like I have been. I don't know, guys. I'm just going on a little bit of a rant. I'm trying to stay away from everything that's going on in this world. I'm not promising you that I won't hit on it today because there are some very important things out there, but I'm not going to get too serious today for you guys. I've said this in the past. I like doing fun radio. I don't like doing this political talking head bullshit that you see on Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, or any of these like Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity. People want to listen to the radio to forget about their problems, especially when they're driving into work every single day. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of people that are working jobs that they absolutely despise. And that sucks. Because a lot of people ask me, you know, even my family, my loved ones, they've asked me, seriously, they've sat down and it's like, how long are you going to try this radio thing out for, Patrick? And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's something that I love and I want to do. And I've had some great radio gigs and I've fucked them up. I've made some bad decisions in my life. And for you guys that want to bust my balls about getting fired from a bunch of different radio gigs, if you did some research All the great ones have been journeymen in the industry. It's just plain and simple. Look at Bubba. Bubba's one of the biggest names in radio in the country. And that motherfucker has had all types of jobs. It's just what you do because the radio business is so unforgiving, people. But you guys just listen to it and you think, oh, well, you know, Tuttle's been at Real Radio, then went to work for Bubba, then went to work for The Bone, back at Real Radio, left Real Radio, back at The Bone, back with Bubba, all over the place. I had a really good run, people. I I was at Real Radio 104.1 the first time around, and I was there for over 10 years, which is a good run at one radio station, especially a heritage radio station like Real Radio 104.1. A lot of you you guys don't realize that WTKS was one of the first FM talk radio stations in the country. People take Real Radio for granted, and I've never figured that out. How lucky are we in Orlando to have a FM talk radio station like that? FM talk radio is hard to do, and it's a big risk for any broadcasting company. So we'll just go step by step, and I'll explain this to you, okay? Music stations, they'll have a morning show. Now, the morning show is going to have more people than a regular on-air shift DJ. So at the most, you're talking three people, a host, a co-host, and a producer. Then you go to middays, that's one, so you're on four. Go to afternoon drive, so that's four, 
five, then nights, that's six. Most likely with the way things are going right now, overnights is uh, voice tracked. Voice track means somebody comes in, records their voice in the computer, but they're not there. It sounds like they're there, but they're not really there. And and to be honest, it's most likely not a jock or a DJ that lives in that market. My friend, Lindsay, I don't even know. I, I hope she considers me a friend, but Lindsay, she, I met her working with Bubba and she was the uh, DJ the jock down in Fort Myers on our on on our affiliate down there and I met her at one of the events one of the nicest most attractive and gorgeous and I'm not just saying she got her job because she's just hot as hell no she's super super talented and she grinded her ass off to get where she is she went from Fort Myers to Atlanta and then moved up to Chicago on The Loop. And The Loop is one of the biggest rock stations, heritage stations in the country. And they ended up switching formats on that station. So she moved back to Atlanta. I think she's in like over 20 markets where her voice is talking up music in certain markets. And good for her. She deserves all the success that she has. So that's what I mean by voice tracking. But back to what I was saying earlier. Even my friends and family and loved ones have actually sat me down and said, how long are you going to try this for? And I, I don't know how I feel about when people ask me that because I've never had the balls to go to somebody and ask them, hey, you know, that career that you're doing. You might want to think about that because it's not working out too well for you. And I'll agree. I really will agree with you. I'm not denying it. I could have easily stuck in and done construction as an iron worker. And guess what? It is a very, very noble profession. By far, not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people can do radio, even though a lot of people think that they can with the day and age of podcasting. I just, I almost was kind of offended when my family members would ask me that. But you know what, though? They're looking out for me. I didn't take offense to it because they're just looking out and caring for me. But it is one of those stingers, one of those life moments that you never think you're ever going to be in. I mean, it's not all about the money. Yes, money is nice. Money solves a lot of problems in people's lives. It also causes a lot of them as well, too. I would rather be happy and just surviving and love what I do for a living instead of working for an asshole boss in a job that's menial and boring as fuck that I don't give a damn about. Do you guys realize every morning when I was working in radio, I had to get up at 3.15 in the morning, every morning. Now, when you start out your week, it's not that bad the first couple of days. But once you hit Wednesday, that lack of sleep, and I don't care how early you go to bed the night before, getting up at 3.15 in the morning is not natural for people. It just isn't. And you never get used to it. So when you get to Wednesday, you start to wear down. Now, do you think that I would go through that torture on a daily basis if I didn't love what I did for a living? Yeah, there's other things that I could be doing for a living that could pay me way more than what I'm making in the radio industry. But I love what I do and I need that in my life. And that is the most important thing I look for because I don't want to be stuck in a job that I hate. I'll take less money to do something that I love. I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm struggling. 
But you need to have that balance. Good pay, good job. Job that you love to do and it doesn't seem like work. I didn't mean to go on a little bit of a rant. I just wanted to go through some things that I'm going through right now. But when I come back after the break, and I've gotten a lot of emails from people that have told me that this is one of their favorite weekly segments that I do. But I'm going to do Radio Inception with the guys from Funny to Informant, Chris and John. And we'll have that right after the break. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Pedal's Daily Podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. The previous segment was not proudly sponsored by Rolling Hills Cemetery Plots. The cemetery plot family that will guarantee that when you pass on, you'll be taken care of. How, you ask? Well, it's a three-stage process, isn't it? Number one, they bury you at the industry standards six feet, not at the haphazard one foot like other companies. Number two, 24-hour security means no unwanted digging up and defiling of you or your loved ones. Number three, 10 minute maximum grieve time, then you're out for the day. Who can really put a price on death? We can at Rolling Hills Cemetery Plots. Rolling Hills Cemetery Plots contain no actual hills and burial is subject to credit approval. Welcome back, guys. I want to thank my good friend and a guy that I have a lot of respect for in the business, the one and only Charlie Alamo. The guy has got more hustle and heart out of any radio guy I've met in a really, really long time. And that bit that you just heard was from Charlie Alamo. And I got another one of his bits coming up later in the show, but he's sending me all types of production bits for me to play. So Charlie, I cannot thank you enough. If you want to check him out, you can easily do that by going to his Facebook page. Just search CCA Productions Presents. It's very easy to find. CCA Productions presents. All right. Now I'm going to get on to my other friends in the industry. The guys from Funny to Informing, John and Chris. And I've been getting a lot of feedback. People are liking this bit that I call Radio Inception. It's Radio Inception. And now... Here's present day Tuttle. Yeah, do you oh, want to do more bad news? Because I got so much. Well, we got something <laughs> real bad coming. It's Tuttle's 10. Tuttle's 10. <laughs> so, Here's present day Tuttle. Not trying to be rude, guys, and I'm not trying to be a real dick, but that was a pretty fucking hacky setup. I'm just being honest, guys. I'm just trying to help you out. You could tell the way that you did it. Hey, hey, uh, John. You got any more bad? No, I got plenty of bad. Oh, well, I got some bad stuff here. Tuttle's 10. 
We are going to, uh... Here's present day Tuttle. Guys, I hope you guys still know that I consider you guys one of the premier podcasts in Orlando. So, don't get bent out of shape, me giving you a hard time, but if you're gonna bust my balls, I'm coming back tenfold. That's just how it works, guys. That's just how it works. Pass over the next ten minutes, if not, mostly more. Yeah, because we're gonna pick them apart and comment on it. Um, And yeah, he sent us a fresh ten, and we have not heard it at all yet. It's hot off the presses of the PT crew Studios, <laughs> PT Cruiser. Okay, I, I got. Here's present day Tuttle. Does everybody on the show funny to informing have a rapist type laugh? Because I've busted Chris's balls about this before, and I could be wrong because I still don't know everybody's voices or laughs and stuff. So this could have been Chris, but as far as I know, this rapist laugh came from John. <laughs> I can only imagine that that's the sound that John makes after he drops a roofie and somebody's Red Bull and vodka right before he plans to date rape them. <laughs> or I could imagine that this is the laugh that John makes after the woman's body goes limp after he covers her face with a chloroform rag. Think up a good name for that. But yeah, PT Cruiser Studios works for now. It's, uh, it's about uh, psychedelics and drugs, right? Yeah, drugs and specifically psychedelic drugs. Okay. Which fits a theme this week. Aside from rioting and looting, we're going to talk about drugs, but this took the fucking, took the cake this week. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the Tuttle's 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10 minutes with Tuttle. Welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. Thanks to the guys from Funny to Informing, Chris and John, for allowing me to do this. Before I get started on this week's topic, make sure you check out my podcast. Just search The Tuttle Daily Podcast. It can be found on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes Podcasts, as well as the TuneIn Radio app. Plus, if you're a big fan of podcasts like the one that I do and Funny to Informing, check out the website 3.1. 15live.com. I'd like to get the guys on that website because it's a great community of podcasters. And while you're at it, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Tuttle. Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E. It's very easy to find. That's my preferred social media platform that I use because it's the last wild, wild west of social media. Okay, so we're going to call this Tuttle's nine minutes. Thank you. You got the same (laughs) joke. I was going to say the same thing, man. Here's present day Tuttle. Now, I'm not stating this as fact. They make it seem like they don't listen to this ahead of time. And that's cool. If they want to make it seem like that, I've done things like that before. And then that's good. Good for you guys. Good for you. But the reason why, I'm glad I did all that plugging because you want to know why, guys? Because I just heard the setup you guys did for my bet, but you didn't mention one way how you could listen or find out about my podcast at the beginning of it. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there, guys. So I'm kind of glad that I promoted myself because it seems like you guys aren't going to do that. So I guess I need to take care of everything. You guys can't even plug my podcast for a bit that I'm doing for you. I'm just throwing it out there. You're going to bust my balls? Fuck, I'm kicking you right in the nuts as well, too, man. The great minds think alike. I was going to say, we're going to call it Tuttle's eight and a half because the first 90 <laughs> seconds is uh, plugs. But, you know, he doesn't do that much anymore. Right, Tuttle? Yeah. Here's present day Tuttle. All right, let's break this down. Yes, I did not mention your Facebook page, but I gave the name of your show out. I mentioned John and Chris before I even got into your bit. 
Thank God I was looking out for myself and threw those plugs in there. So this week's topic that John and Chris from Funny to Informing gave me. Here's present day Tuttle. Also, come on, hold on, hold on. I, I gotta wind up here a little bit. If you guys didn't like all my plugs, you guys could have edited that shit right out of there if you thought I was over-plugging. And also, when you're introducing a segment, at least sound kind of excited or enthused about doing the bit. It almost sounded like you had to go with your chick to go get an abortion or something, like it was an inconvenience. That's how you treated my segment, as an abortion. And not just an abortion, like a partial birth abortion. My show, which is The Baby was sticking completely out of the batch, except the head. That's how they get away with those partial birth abortions. The body is sticking out. The head's still in. And they think that that makes it right. And they stick a little needle in the back of the head and they suck the brains out. That's how you treated my show, like a partial birth abortion. And I appreciate that, guys. I really do. Makes me feel welcome. Is drugs and psychedelics. And I got a lot of views on drugs. Throughout history, people religiously have been using drugs to alter their mind, to have a greater spiritual connection. Even animals, even primates have been known to eat fermented fruits just to get inebriated from it. So what I'm saying is it's a natural thing for people to want to escape their everyday natural reality. And that's how it will always be. And I've always had the belief as long as you're not hurting somebody else, I don't care what you do with your body, what you consume or put into it to alter your mind. As long as you're not affecting or hurting other people's choices not to do drugs, I have no problem with it. Our government, our government has no issue with the casualties that mount on a yearly basis from the death of some of the most legal drugs that our government allows us to take. Just think about this, guys. Not a lot of people think about this. Cigarettes kill 480,000 people a year. Alcohol alone kills 88,000 people. But I just love alcohol and cigarettes way too much. Mm, cigarettes are I, gross. I, you should stop them now. No. I, it's going to take me a long time to be able to quit something like alcohol or cigarettes. Yeah, Tuttle, quit bitching about alcohol. I just opened a beer. Here's present day Tuttle. Okay. All right, I see where you're going this week, guys. You got tired of me busting your balls and poking in the chest. But I don't think it's kind of cool to talk about cracking open a beer, especially on a guy that almost ruined his life because of alcoholism. Great one, Chris. Really appreciate that. Thanks for looking out, buddy. I'm a bad quitter, and uh, but I think he's right about some of the prescription drugs that are out there as opposed to just something more natural like shrooms or mushrooms. Uh, it, I mean, I've dabbled in the psychedelics, I guess you could say, myself yeah, I a little bit. this might get us into talking about it a little bit, um, and definitely with my next segment, too. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, you know... Here's present day Tuttle. I'm glad that you guys are so entrenched on this bit that you're already thinking about what you're going to do next after you get done with this garbage pail, this dumpster fire that you guys are making it seem like I'm doing for you on a weekly basis. Okay, that's fine. We'll see how it goes. Let's see how the rest of it goes. How much you can shit right on my chest, guys. Pot and psychedelics, or specifically shrooms, which are the, one of the mildest psychedelics, are uh, way more natural. Like, they're just, they're unfucked with, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, it's not something you want to rely on, but it is fun to do every once in a while. Uh, there's medicinal purposes behind it. Maybe he gets into it. I doubt it. He's probably going to turn it into a pussy rant. <laughs> 
right now with everything that we're going through with the coronavirus, we're over 100,000 deaths and we're freaking out about that. Why is nothing being done with cigarettes and alcohol right now? Those are legal drugs, but these other drugs like marijuana, cocaine, ecstasy, whatever it may be, those are illegal. We really don't know how many people that kill, but why do we not have a problem with cigarettes and alcohol, but we're freaking out about a virus that's only killed 100,000 people in our country right now? And it's the same answer, the same root of all evil, and it all leads back to money. Why do you think it was so hard just to get medical marijuana here in the state of Florida? Do you really think that the cigarette companies, the tobacco companies want marijuana to be legal? Hell no, they don't, because they know that weed and marijuana will lead to lower profits and will take money away from the cigarette people. And guess what those cigarette people do? Those tobacco companies, they line the pockets of the politicians that make the laws we have to live by. And that's why I've always said for the longest time that the politicians do not work for us anymore. They do not give a fuck about us one single bit. They only care about the people that give them money to get elected. And then those politicians have to do favors back for them. That's the way the system works now in this country. And the war on drugs, it's one of the biggest failures our government has ever created. It's just a way for our government to throw minorities in prison for being nonviolent criminals just selling drugs. Yes, some drugs do hurt and kill people. It ruins families and lives. But do they deserve to spend 10, 20 years in prison just for that? No, they don't. Because the politicians, once again, they make money when people are in jail. Yeah, it does cost to house an inmate, but they're making money for every inmate that they have in there. And that's just the way that it works. Think about this. Look at Colorado. Colorado legalized marijuana recreationally. I don't know the exact numbers, but they made more tax money than they've ever made before in a fiscal year. And the citizens actually got a tax break this year because they made so much money from recreational marijuana. And let's be honest, guys. How many people have actually overdosed from marijuana? How many people have gotten into fights? from being blazed out of their mind high as hell. Not going to happen. You go to a sporting event where people are pounding beers, all you see is fights. Think how peaceful football games would be if everybody could blaze and light up during a game. Look at the Denver Broncos record the last few years. Here's present day Tuttle. Well, that's not because they're high out of their minds. That's because they got rid of one of the greatest players ever to play football, period, Tim Tebow. If they still had Tim Tebow on that team, you're talking two or three Super Bowls. <laughs> Not so good. Yeah. And the fan base doesn't even care because they're all just, yeah, they're high, just like, what happened? high out of their minds. What is this? I said <laughs> a football game. I thought the, I was thinking European football. Damn. Yeah. I like, was way too blazed when I bought these tickets, bro. He's got a good point, though. When I'm, when I'm high, I care a lot less uh, about things going on or like, you know, people can cut me off or, you know, uh, say some shit and I just don't care yeah it does make people a lot calmer I, I do i'm making jokes but i do agree with tuttle uh, i would be awesome to go to any i would be a huge fan of going to any event any sporting event any type of event anywhere and just being allowed to openly smoke marijuana instead of sneaking it into a concert or smoking a a weed pen allegedly at you, you, some sporting event somewhere you know what if weed was a little bit orlando e city stadium yeah you know, if it was <laughs> if it was easier handled you know in the public 
then I would probably only smoke that as opposed to smoking cigarettes. That's probably how I would smoke or quit cigarettes. Here's present day Tuttle. With the relationship that I think I have with the guys from Funny to Informing, John and Chris, and I know John. John, let's be honest, man. The reason why you have a problem stopping smoking is that you have an oral fixation. You prey on cock for a living, son. You're a cock predator. If I'm breaking it down plain and simple, you're a cock predator. And if you would just go with it and not deny that you're a cock predator and trade cock for cigarettes, you'd have no problem quitting. That's what helped me quit cigarettes was you just see? smoking more pot. And you you just, but John, you just have to not give a fuck, man. Like, just, just smoke your weed. Mm. Like, I mean, obviously, uh. don't just walk down the street maybe and smoke it, but just like light up, find a little public spot. I'm find terrified. a little uh, porta potty and duck in there. Hold your nose. <laughs> Don't smell the poop. Here's present day Tuttle. Thank you, Chris. You're backing up my previous statement. If everything holds true that John is a cock predator, farts and poop should be a natural aphrodisiac to John and get him in to being more of a cock predator, which will lead to him stopping smoking. And smoke a joint. It makes me nervous. I'm not like you or Tuttle where I could just be f- fucked up anywhere <laughs> at any time. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, for me, Tuttle, clearly, all that way all the time. Uh, Just kidding. Let's see what else he has to say. There'd be no fights. There'd be no reason to have a jail in the Philadelphia Eagles football stadium because people would be cool. And think about the money that they would make off of the concessions. Sales of nachos would go through the roof. And don't get me wrong. Listen, I've done plenty of drugs in my life. Through the years, being an only child, I experimented when I got to Orlando at Real Radio 104.1. I knew it. You blame it on Real Radio. I knew of it. Of all things, right? <laughs> that's where I got That's where I got addicted. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to talk about this uh, this subject, especially with Tuttle, or is because I, I was like, I, he had to have dabbled in quite a few drugs. So I was like, you know what? He's probably pretty experienced. So I want to let him take this subject and be able to run with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I knew it. No doubt about it. But the very first drug that I ever took was me and my boys growing up in DeLeon Springs. We would pay a Mexican bum to get us Old E, which was only 99 cents a bottle then. We were very lucky because little did we know that Mexican bum was a pedophile and we most likely could have gotten raped while trying to get drunk. Well, it's funny he went there because I was going to guess when he said uh, him and his boys got this, that it was going to get poppers. Oh, that was a good. That would have been a good guess. Here's present day Tuttle. All right, guys, I want you to know I am pro homo. I support the gays in their lifestyle. I, I'm all for it. Do whatever you want to do. I do not care at all. I just got to cover my own ass, especially in the environment that we're living in in this country. So I just got to like you know, flank both of my sides to make sure I don't get taken out by some angry homosexual group that's mad about what I'm saying. But did you hear how excited John got when Chris brought up poppers? Now, if you don't know what poppers is, they relate it and it's thrown at the gay community because gay men like to do poppers while they're getting blown or done in the rear. And did you hear how excited 
the cock predator John got when Chris brought up poppers? I'm just saying, man, the signs are there. But it, yeah, you think? But especially old, for Tuttle and his boys. Yeah, and old English, eighty nine cents. That has to be way back. Old loose butthole. Can let's be honest, guys. Most of the drugs that we first try out and take was because of a girl. My first time doing ecstasy was to impress a chick that I got a hand job from the day before. And I wanted some more and more and more of that. And I got to tell you, ecstasy is great for sex. But if you count on ever finishing, good luck with that. Because I've been there, done that, and I've never been able to pop while rolling my ass off. Growing up in Volusia County, I've never done meth. I've seen it made. I've seen the whole process. Hell, I used to make money on the side buying Sudafed for people. I didn't know what they were making it for. Sudafed's legal. Somebody wanted me to get it for him. That's called the Oak Hill Hustle. And if you've been a listener of mine, you know I had an extreme drinking problem. This isn't one of my proudest moments, but I was absolutely shit-faced. And come to find out, on my phone was a video of me smoking crack cocaine out of a bush light camp. Tuttle lives a crazy life. <laughs> Old Tuttle's history. He is a crazy ass. And you sit there, sir, and judge us. <laughs> Did you say it was from a Bush light can? Yeah. That's where I lost respect. I was like, crack, okay. Oh, Bush light can? Bro, you can't get a fucking rose vial like the rest of the crackhead world? <laughs> Walk down to the Sunoco at the end of the street. <laughs> I listen to your show, Tuds, I know. Walk down to the Sunoco, talk to Johnny or whoever your buddy is behind the counter, get your rose vial and some chore boy. All Step of your game up. All of this makes me feel great about the way I live my life. Uh, I gotta tell you. <laughs> I popped out of my drunkenness at the time, but I didn't know that I had fucking done a black man's drug. Here's present day Tuttle. Oh, guys. Guys, look out for your boy here. Look out for your boy. What the fuck, guys? When I did this whole commentary for you, it was before all hell broke loose with this George Floyd thing. And you kept that in there. I know I said it and I'll own it. But fuck me. What kind of world are we living in right now? Because some shit like that could ruin what left I have of a radio career in my life. And guess what? I can see where it's pretty addictive. I only did it one time, but like I said, not my proudest moment. Whoa. Okay. So we were talking about racism. I mean, I, yeah, I don't want any riots to start over Tuttle's 10 on our show. Well, Thank it, God only 18 people listen to the show and uh, about 17 of them don't have the wherewithal or the chutzpah. Here's present day Tuttle. See, now you guys definitely could have taken that shit out. You left me hanging out to dry, guys, and I thought we were boys, but I guess we're not now. I probably shouldn't even use the word boy in anything that I say. As the as I, I shouldn't have said chutzpah. It's probably going to hate Jews now, but <laughs> but uh, well, it, to get up, rise up, and go against Tuttle. So. Yeah, I I don't know if it's if it's all exclusively the black man's drug. Wow, that's, I wouldn't say that. But you know what? I I, it, I look. I kind of understand where he's coming from. Well, I hate to agree or whatever, or even say that regarding no. Tuttle and this. No, but I kind of mentioned it earlier on our show where I said where I mentioned sy systemic racism and how. You know, there's the conspiracy theory of either the FBI or the CIA, the government in some shape or form, putting out crack cocaine into underprivileged, mostly black neighborhoods. Here's present day Tuttle. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you having my back on that one, buddy. You just saved your ass. John, he's still a cock predator. Yeah, yeah, black yeah. Black and Hispanic neighborhoods. 
and kind of starting. So maybe that's the, where the kind relation, of carrying the tradition through the eighties of systemic racism. That's probably where the relation is then. With I, I'm what hoping, he's, I'm, or I'm, he's just a good old Oak Hill racist. Here's present day Tuttle. Well, fuck you, Chris. That didn't last long. You had my back one second, and then you call me an Oak Hill racist, especially in the environment that we're living in. Thanks for looking out, buddy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and we're, you tell me. <laughs> we're a little deep into the uh, Tuttle's ten, but we might as well say it now. His thoughts are not ours, uh, or they do our... not represent Funny to Informing. It's affiliates, sponsors, hosts, or guests. You're good at that. I thank God because I could never say it that smoothly. <laughs> now there are drugs I just won't touch. I have a horrible mental capacity right now, and I'm not capacity where. I don't remember things. It's just I'm crazy. I tried to kill myself. I spent 10 days in a mental institution. And I just think psychedelics like mushrooms and acid would not be a good look on me. I really don't. I think it would end up in disaster. It would. I know it would. So in closing, guys, what I'm trying to say, if you're young and listening to this podcast, I say go ahead and experiment. Experimenting is a part of growing up. How do you know? If you don't like it or not, it can be bad. It, yes, it can become a problem, but there are functioning drug addicts. There's functioning alcoholics. I was one for a while. The war on drugs, Debatable. it's failed. Here's present day Tuttle. Listen, I'm not debating well, whoever just said that's debatable or not, but I could be the drunkest I've ever been in my entire goddamn life. And I'm pretty confident that I could do a more entertaining and compelling show. And I'm not saying anything bad about you guys. I'm really not. I think you guys are talented. But I'm just saying I could be piss-ass drunk, no show prep, just me sitting down in front of a microphone and run circles around your asses. The prohibition back in the day when they made alcohol illegal, see how long that lasted? The government only cares about money because they don't care about your health or your safety. If they could figure out a way to tax these drugs, they would be able to do it. They would do it if they could make a buck off of it. So what I'm saying is try it out. What can it hurt? It may or may not ruin your life, but I can promise you a good time. Hope you enjoyed today's Tuttle's 10. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Tuttle, as always. Thanks, Tuts. <laughs> I mean, he, he might be a crazy person, but damn it, he's a smart crazy person. He knows. Like he knows, you know, like, oh, it's not a good uh, quote. It's not a good look I make. Yeah. So he knows that, and he's smart enough to know that. Good man. I can appreciate that. I don't think that yeah, that, that, that would end well for Tuttle either. And and some drugs are one-way tickets, like heroin. I, I would never want to try personally, because that's- yeah, I don't feel like I want to try heroin. That's no. not one that I'm like, mm, oh, you got some? Let me try it. Yeah, so some of it is just a little too far, and anything really with chemicals and needles, I already don't like. So oh, no, thank you. Is not happening. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, but uh, Tuttle, thank you. Uh, that was great. Yeah, you didn't spin it into pussy. So high five on that virtual high five from over here in Orange County, all the way to Oak Hill. There, buddy, slipped and, in, uh, uh, slipped in pedophilia a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Tuttle goes on tangents. We should call it Tuttle's Ten Tangents or some shit. But anyway. Questions, comments, concerns, compliments, or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh, Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass. Total Wireless of Palm Bay has the best cell phone plans with no contract. And better yet, you can use any carrier network. Does your service from one of the big guys not work well for you? Are you paying too much? Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565. 
Or if you're local, stop by and see them at 1851 Palm Bay Road in Palm Bay, Florida. Right now, you can get the Samsung Galaxy A10e for just $29.99 when you port your number over with plans starting at just $25. Need a family plan? No problem. We have four $100 unlimited talk, text, and data. Restrictions apply. Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565. We interrupt this edition of Tuttle's Daily Podcast to bring you this special news update. Antonio Montefilippo reporting live in front of a building where a half circle, no, now a full circle of people have gathered and are pointing up to the roof of the building. We asked one woman what she saw. She said, quote, it might have been a low-flying UFO or some sort of weather balloon. Yet another man said, oh, it was just children throwing alley cats off. Roofs. A nosy bitch down the street said this quote, I saw nothing, usually I see it all. What we discovered though will both shock and horrify you as it was a deflated kickball. It was a ball. That is all. Out of air. Back to you. We apologize for that special news update and return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Welcome back, guys. Wrapping up the show. Got one thing I want to hit on before I leave, but I got to be really careful on how I say what I'm about to say because I'm afraid. A lot of broadcasters are afraid right now. It's just like I think we might be going a little too far here. I agree. Minorities here in the United States have been treated like complete shit and things needed to change. I agree. If you listen to my show, I agree with what NASCAR did by removing the Confederate flag from any of their events. I completely support that. And I was raised in the South and I have no problem with that flag going away. But are we willing to go so far that we're going to give away all of our First Amendment rights? Public opinion does drive society's outlook on how things are supposed to be treated in our country. And I'm, I'm okay with that. But I think we're going a little too far with this cancel culture. I can understand getting rid of live PD and cops. I think they're going a little too far with the Dixie Chicks thing. I'm going to talk about that on tomorrow's show. But what I'm saying is the Dixie Chicks. Do you realize that the Dixie Chicks got practically banned from country music radio? They weren't getting played anywhere. You want to know why? Because they went against the Bush administration. Now, did you guys have the Dixie Chicks backs back in the day when they were going against the system, the Republicans, the Bush uh, regime. I shouldn't call it regime, but what I'm saying is a lot of people thought that Bush was our worst president of all time, but Bush doesn't look so bad right now with who we got in there. So what I'm saying is none of you guys had the Dixie Chicks back when they were going against the right wing. So now you guys want to come after the Dixie Chicks because that's their name. And I think what I'm about to play this audio, I think we are definitely going too far with this one. I think that we have to get to the heart of the problem here. And the heart of the problem is the way in which many of us were taught American history. American history is not all glorious. And, and even though I love John to death, 
I couldn't disagree more about George Washington. George Washington was a slave owner. And I'm not debating that. He was a slave owner. But do you realize where we would be right now if it wasn't for George Washington? Do you realize that we would be under British rule? And I've been to the UK before. I mean, it wasn't a long time, but I was there long enough to see some things and hear things that would turn your stomach here in the United States. And I'm not saying anything bad about the United Kingdom, but do you realize that some of the Brits and the people that live in the UK, I'm not saying all of them. I don't know, guys. I got to say from what I saw and I've seen on videos and I know the media likes to skew things, but some of the Brits are just as racist as somebody that was born and raised in the deep south. So you're going to get rid of and erase everything of George Washington, the monuments, you know, that tall pointy thing that looks like a penis in Washington, D.C. That is the Washington Monument. Are we just going to tear that motherfucking thing down? I mean, I think we are going a little too far. There needs to be a middle that we can meet in because I think we're just taking this way too far to the other side. And before you guys want to paint me as a racist or anything like that, I think we're going a little too far to attack our founding father of the United States of America. I know a lot of people had their hand in creating this country, but do you realize if it wasn't for George Washington, we most likely would have lost the Revolutionary War? And we need to call slave owners out for what they are, whether we think they were protecting American freedom or not. He wasn't protecting my freedom. Oh, I'm sorry, miss. Uh, when Are you a fucking time traveler or something? I know I'm not debating. It sucks. But did you live back in the 1700s? I'm just asking a serious question. You're saying he wasn't looking out for your rights. You weren't even fucking born yet. Another 200 years had to pass before you were even sperm in your daddy's balls. So I'm just saying, I think we're going a little too far on this whole situation. I agree. Things needed to be changed. Like I said, it, it, I'm not defending him owning slaves. That was wrong. But it was accepted back then. That was a dark time in our country. Wasn't even our country yet. But what I'm saying is that was a bad time, but we've progressed. We still have further to progress, but we cannot just chop our founding father off at the knees and act like he was a horrible person because without him, we wouldn't have what we have today. I wasn't someone who my ancestors weren't deemed human beings to him. And so to me, I don't care if it's a George Washington statue or a Thomas Jefferson statue or a Robert E. Lee statue. They all need to come down. All right, I'm going to get out of here before I say too much. That's going to get me in trouble. Even though I support the whole Black Lives Matter uh, movement, I think things do need to change. I think minorities have been treated like shit but are we willing to give up our most important right which is the first amendment right we can't say anything now because we're afraid that our lives are going to be ruined it, it just seems like it's madness people and i don't know what needs to be done i don't have any of the answers but guess what i'm not a politician and i shouldn't have any of those answers what i'm saying is i do have the right to voice my opinion and I see both sides. I see and support and completely agree that minorities have been treated like trash for way too long. And it's time for things to change. I'm, I'm keep talking. And the more I talk, the more I have a chance of getting my ass in trouble. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E, and email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?